thank you for joining me here, man, on Berto Symposium. You know how it is. Uh, we're just starting here. Um, nope. No not problem, much man. going on. As you know, we're all in quarantine. <laughs> it's the worst. Even though we get a glimpse of summer today, have you been outside today? I have, I have. I uh, Actually, I just woke up uh, around 3.30, 4 o'clock. Quarantine uh, life, nice. Well, I mean, also, I, I did just do a night shift last night. Oh, that's right. Yeah, Tell the people so, what you do. Uh, well, I'm a security officer. And, How long have uh, you been doing that? Ooh, a long time. Nine years, I think. It'll be ten in August. Shit, man. You enjoy that? Um, I don't love it, but I don't hate it. You know what I mean? That's good. Um, and it, you know, and the reason why I've been st- I stuck with it for so long was because when I first started, I was getting about what, like twelve dollars. Okay. Um, and that was when you like you said almost ten years ago. Yeah. So summer of two thousand and ten is when I joined. Shit, man. And... I hadn't even graduated high school. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just old, man. It's all good. You're not that much older. How old are you again? I always forget. 29. <laughs> Shit, that's right. Yeah. Man, 30 this year, man. Yeah, man, that's it. I'm about that's, to hit the 30s. That's disgusting. I know. You know what, though? I'm, I'm very excited for it. Really? Yes. I'm what do you envision your 30s as? Um, a let uh let's less chaotic really i mean that's what they say you know they say the 30s are basically you know you fucked up in your 20s but your 30s are supposed to be your smooth sailing that's exactly exactly it honestly uh i'm you know uh let's just say i'm making better decisions you know what i mean like putting more thought into decisions i make before i I do them you know what i mean i do because my 20s was literally just like oh fuck it i'm gonna do it you know what i mean oh do you do is is it all right if i curse fuck yeah man we curse the fuck out of this place man all right all right this is this no (laughs) hell yeah man you're good man if you're talking to me you know i constantly curse so there's really no (laughs) fear here curse all you want bro word Hell yeah. Um, I should have told yeah. you that sooner. Or no, earlier. It's, all, it's all good. Word. Um, but yeah, man, um, I'm looking forward to my 30s because I am looking well, forward to making like uh, more responsible decisions. I feel <laughs> I guess, you. You know what I mean? You Less got any plans in your, for your 30s? Um, let's see. Well, at the moment, I'm, I'm still... Um, at the moment, I am working on becoming a cop. Okay. And what makes you want to be a cop? Well, uh, to be honest, I just uh, it just this it just sounds very uh, exciting for me, like the adrenaline rush of it. I suppose. Okay. Yeah, I wanted uh, to be a cop. Did you know that? I didn't. When? When? Well, that was what I majored in college for. I majored in criminal justice. But I'm ah, doing right. absolutely nothing related to criminal justice. Uh, you won't be the first, man. A lot of people go to college for something and they oh, end hell up yeah, dude. doing something completely different. You know what I mean? Hell yeah. No, I know. And, I, and I'm literally, I'm, it's crazy. I went from wanting to be a cop, which was probably one of the coolest experiences of my life. 
Mm-hmm. I got to intern with Piscataway Police Department, mm-hmm. and I got to ride around in police cars. But the coolest part was that anytime we got a call, right, I mm-hmm. was actually like dressed down and like intern, you know, clothes, like in fucking dress shoes, a button up shirt and dress down pants. Mm-hmm. And then I had a bulletproof vest on on top oh, of shit. that. So I look like a fucking G man. I look like some <laughs> what, like a narc, you know, I had to walk into CVS like that one day in Piscataway. Ah, oh, shit. I I literally looked. It was amazing. It was awesome. But at the same time, during that climate, it was what? Um, around 2013, 2014. Uh-huh. And I think the climate was that people were just getting murdered uh, or officers were getting murdered for just being cops. Right, right. Do you remember that? Yeah. Yeah, that was that kind of stuff. So that kind of that kind of threw me off and I was like, fuck that. I'm done. Um, kind of threw in the towel and then I went the legal route, tried to be a lawyer and then that failed and now I'm in data analytics. Hey man, I mean, do you, you like what you do? I love it. I fucking love it. But I hate sometimes who I work with, like <laughs> a boss of mine. I fucking hate her. Yeah, you, I think you've talked to me about that before. <laughs> yeah, dog. We always butt heads. It's horrible. She probably hates me too, but it's all good. It's all good. But yeah, man. So sorry to have interjected. So what really what wanted to make you be a cop? The adrenaline, right? Yeah, I mean, um, I like the, <laughs> I like the, you know, the freedom of like, just you know, protecting the people. You know what I mean? And um, I'm not, I'm not indoors all day. You know, that I'm out, is exactly I, why I wanted to do it too. I'll be out there patrolling, and it just isn't. It just sounds, you know, cool to me. Um, you should get Rosendo seen... on here one day. Oh yeah, about yeah. That shit. Yeah. You ever seen that movie? Uh, what's that? With Jake Gyllenhaal and uh. Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah. With, and, um, what's his name? The other guy. I, I forget his name. his name. End of Watch, though. End of Watch. Yes. I love the other guy. <laughs> and for whoever has that... not watched that, you've kind of fallen off the bandwagon because uh, that movie's been long gone but the mexican dude dies at the end and that was so sad oh man <laughs> dude that was the craziest spoil spoiler i know that was a big <laughs> fucking spoiler i didn't even say that that's why i started with you know those who fell off the bandwagon and didn't watch it yet you're fucked so true true i mean that was, it has been that was my while. preface yeah Something. man that that movie was awesome and that just helped me Probably. more to be like like i want i want to be a cop even though i know that I don't. It's. It probably won't be as you like know, that. Action, action packed like that. But still, I. Uh, I still want to do it. You know. There's nothing wrong with that, man. You know, I mean, what I think I've experienced in this life has been, basically, if you can do it. I mean, you could basically decide to do something and do it, and if you don't like it find something else that you enjoy exactly I've, I've kind of been privileged to be able to do that mm-hmm. i mean i'm what 26 and i've done a lot i've been able to intern and be a paralegal be in the legal world be in the police world and being data analytics like mm-hmm. it's it's been um it's been a ride and 
Mm-hmm. And I think you should definitely pursue that if you want. There's nothing wrong with that. What do you Absolutely. think of the people that uh, basically have an opinion against police officers? Well, I mean, I, I know what I'm getting myself into. Um, right. And I know I'm going to have to face that, um, you know, at some point in my career. You know what I mean? Um, so, you know, I just hope that um, I'll be, you know, strong-minded and... You know, just uh, make sure I say the right things. You know what I mean? And right. Just, and make sure, you know, I I just want to do the right thing. You know, I'm I don't want to, you know, pull pull people over for like no reason or anything like that. You know, I I just want to do the right thing. And what do you think the right thing is? Um. Well, if they're if I can see that they're doing something, you know, wrong, illegal, then yeah, I'm gonna do something about it um but you know how they you know how there's a quotas yes supposedly they say that doesn't exist but i can't tell you that piscataway's quota exists because mm-hmm. there was a police officer that said it doesn't exist but this guy's like i just love giving tickets i was like you fucking asshole he, <laughs> he showed me a list of how many fucking people give tickets yeah. and he just literally surpassed everyone by hundreds of tickets in that month. It's insane. Yeah. I was it, like, you fucking asshole. Yeah, it, and that, that's the thing. It's just like, I don't want to give someone a ticket just because I have to meet a quota, you know what I mean? Like, I, it's like I, I'm forced to give someone that uh, when they actually really didn't do anything wrong, you know what I mean? I agree. Yeah, I mean, you see that all the time. I, I mean... The amount of people that we pulled over while I was, I guess, on patrol with these officers, uh-huh. we pulled over quite a good amount of people, but the amount of people that we pulled over didn't really receive a ticket. Uh, I mean, everyone pretty much received a warning, but there were some serious things. Like, someone did get arrested because they had a search warrant out for them. That was my on my first day. We were leaving. Yeah. We were heading back to the station, and someone cut us cut us off and basically the wife or his girlfriend was driving and the and the license plate marked as basically a wanted person so we pulled them over pulled them over in a parking lot mm-hmm. and the and the hubby was in the passenger seat and you just see wifey over here crying like because she's like oh my god basically i was in the car at this time because this was a, a real thing i couldn't get out for this mm-hmm. and I was just literally portraying everyone's like emotions, like the cop, the hubby, the wife, and the hubby ended up riding in the back seat with me, and he was just kind of like, oh, like fuck it, whatever. At this point, he was like, fuck, I just got caught. <laughs> but Damn. yeah, I mean, but other than that, I mean, the cops were pretty cool people. Um, I don't really have an issue against cops. Uh, I know a lot of my Hispanic friends. They have been profiled racially uh-huh. by cops. Has that ever happened to you? To be honest, uh, no. Uh, my my encounters with police officers have all been pretty pretty okay, honestly. I uh, even being <laughs> Latino male. Yeah. Um, and honestly, if if there's any reason for them to like start to like, I don't know getting pissy with me it's probably because i was already pissy as well because i remember this one time 
<laughs> this one time, uh, I used to drive this car. It, it was a Corolla, '96 Corolla. That red maroon Corolla? No, no, no. Oh, that was, that was uh, a Camry. That was that the Camry. was Camry. This okay. was a long time ago. So okay. I was in. Uh, yeah, I, I was driving a Corolla. It was a green Corolla, and the back light was um, broken, so there was tape over it. <laughs> nice. I like the makeshift <laughs> fix. It, and that was the only problem with it, honestly. <laughs> and then just one time I got pulled over really close to my house and I was at a light. I went off, he, you know, turned the lights and I'm pissed. And I'm just like, oh, my God, not again. Because I, I got pulled over for that plenty of times, like five times already. <laughs> Did you ever and, get a ticket for that? Uh, the first couple times, no. And then, yeah, and then I started to get tickets for it. <laughs> Jesus, then, bro, why didn't you fix it? Um, because I was irresponsible and no worries. Stupid. I was I was the same way, man. I was like 21 when this. <laughs> I was the same way, man. I was lazy. I'm like, oh, it's a, it's like it's an easy fix. Fuck it. I'm not gonna fix it right now. Yeah, I just I'd rather spend my money on something else. <laughs> Hell yeah, man. At that time you're broke. You'd rather spend it on booze and probably school books, whatever at the time you were spending on. Yeah, man. Um. And yeah, I was just I, I can you can see I was visibly angry. I'm like slamming on my um my steering wheel uh and everything. <laughs> and he comes up to the window, he's like, What the hell is your problem? Why are you so angry? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> and he's like, I just trying to let you know that you're in your backlight. You know, it's uh broken. I'm like, Yeah, I know, I know, blah blah blah. I'm sorry, I'm a little pissy. And he's like, All right, well, uh, I'm gonna let you go this time, you know. He was actually really cool, he let me go. I couldn't believe it. Damn, man. And uh, he didn't say any nothing. You've never encountered any other type of racial profiling? No, or, man. I mean, that wasn't racial profiling, but nothing. No, man. Honestly, I couldn't. Uh, every, you know, thinking about it right now, you know, I every encounter I've had with police officers, you know, I, I've never felt racially profiled. Never. That's you know? good, man. I, Especially I guess just I, being, sorry, no, especially being your skin tone. I mean, yeah. you're not you're not too dark for being Hispanic, but you're also not too you're not a white Hispanic like yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. So I've had the white privilege of a white Hispanic male to basically be on the surface mm-hmm. while the basically underprivileged non-white Latino males get stereotyped and racially profiled by the police officers. I can understand that. Yeah. I mean, I, I've actually felt it once. Right. Oh, what happened? Uh, I was with Alex, Dan okay. Lima, and what's his name? Philip. Okay. And we were up at Washington Rock. Mm-hmm. So I can't say this was maybe real racial profiling, but this this was because every time I've encountered a cop, I always basically you know let them handle the situation. I know not to be messing around, making sudden movements for them to feel threatened or anything. Right. And, I mean, I know we were at Washington Rock Park, right? Yep. And, yeah, Washington Rock Park. And we were there. It was like 9 p.m., but we parked our car. So, obviously, it's a park, and you can't be there after hours, but we were literally doing nothing, just looking at the view. You could see New York City from there. And you could see, you know, basically a little bit of Jersey right in front of us right there. But you could definitely see the New York skyline. Anyway, we're up there just enjoying the view. For those that don't know Washington State Rock 
park. I forget what the name is, but you guys should go look it up. Yeah, it's uh, It's been my spot forever. I haven't been there in a minute. But back to the story. Uh, it's Alex, and we park our car because now park, uh, the parking lot for the park is closed. So now we have to basically park somewhere, and the nearest basically street was really far away, and there was somehow a a driveway right next to the parking lot. And it was really dark, and it was wooded. So I told Philip, because he was driving, it was the four of us, all four Mexicans, but I'm the white guy, and it's the three non-white guys. So (laughs) we're chilling. You know, we, we pull up. In, I tell like I get the great idea, you know, let's drive drive in here into the wooded area. No one's gonna know we're here, but we're mm-hmm. still close. We could just walk to the park and walk back. That's it. Boom, we're out. Right. Because it was that area was a driveway, but the house was deep in the back. Right, deep. right. So I mean, bad idea at the time, but you know, we get there, we're in the park, and then a cop just flies up well, whatever that road is, Washington Valley. Yeah. Drives up. And then he just flashes his, like, high beam, his floodlight at us. And then he's like, hey, guys, get out of the park. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, great. So uh-huh. we, uh, we, we, we obey his orders. You know, we're walking. But now at this point, I'm like, fuck, man. We are literally parked in a <laughs> trespassing territory. Right. So now I'm like, okay. Now let's pretend – now I'm like we're walking out of the park, but now we're walking down this road that's far and leads somewhere else. Yep. But I kind of wanted to walk that way. Again, me being an idiot, um, I'm starting to walk all the way down that road, and the cop follows us. Yep. And then he's like, where are you guys going? And I'm like, to our car. You know, I'm thinking – I'm actually thinking pretty quick on my feet, and he's like, where's your car? I'm like – uh there's a i forget the street name but at the time i had i mentioned the street i'm like oh it's right here and then i'm like and then he's like oh okay and he's talking to me and he's not talking to them but but i also to this day i'm still kind of mad because no one else talked that day except me so then uh what happened exactly so then this dude decides to randomly shine the light into the woods in search of God knows what. Uh-huh. But the fucking car, he fucking finds the car in his floodlight, dude. <laughs> and then he's like, whose car is that? I'm like, that's not my car. It was not my car. I'm speaking facts. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, so if I decide to run those plates and that car comes back to one of you, or he said something. He's like, "You're telling me this is not your car. It's not my car." I'm like, "Go ahead." And I, and at this point, I'm like, "Fuck, man. Every man for themselves. I don't, cause I don't get what kind of fucking power trip this man is going on. You know, right. like let me leave us the fuck alone. Kind of like, yeah. I mean, we're okay, cool. We already broke the law by just literally being here. Cool, fair. And then we're walking to the car." Well, not really. We're kind of walking away because I don't want him to follow. Like, I don't know why he decided to follow us. Like, that fucking annoyed me. Okay. Why? And then he does that. And then he's like, I'm going to write you guys a ticket because then Phil's like, no, that's my car, sir. And I'm like, God damn. So I'm like, whatever. I'm like, all right. So then this guy's like, oh, okay, blah, blah, blah. Stay here. He turns on his lights, calls back up. And then he's like, you are all getting a ticket. You can thank your friend here. 
blah, blah, blah. And he's like, that's what you get for lying to an officer. I'm like, oh, my God. In my head, I was saying, chinga tu madre, pendejo. Fuck you, bro. I'm like, get the fuck out of here with your little power trip. Fine. Fine. Whatever. But, God, that drove me nuts. And then the worst part is we go, we show up to the court date that day. Yeah. And you know how sometimes you can talk to the prosecutor? Yeah. Or the judge allows it? Well, for our kind of ticket, we didn't get to fucking speak to the prosecutor. All all four of us had to pay a hundred fifty dollar fine for that. Wow. Yeah, they made bank off of us that night. <laughs> Fucking asshole. Wow. But 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 this is this is the kicker, and I don't know if it was because of his power trip that he felt like giving us that ticket, or if yeah. it was because we were all Hispanic males. Okay. I don't know what it was, but that's the only time that I could possibly feel any type of racial discrimination okay but it wasn't implied just an assumption and maybe some type of some type of feeling that i felt this man was uh discriminating us because well i don't know right all right i mean uh, sorry you had to go through that <laughs> it's fine man it's it's a fucking hilarious ass story now uh wait so you can't be up there at night no, dude, you can't be in any park after – it's basically oh, you can't be in any park from dawn to dusk. So in between dawn and dusk, you can be at the park, but after that, you can't. True, true. I mean, I guess that was obvious. <laughs> yeah, it was, but, I mean, that's totally our fault, you know? That's where we fucked up. Well, right. where I fucked up and then started lying to this clown. <laughs> Whatever. Oh, well, well I, his name was Keith. Keith, okay. guy, yeah. I mean – I guess uh, honestly, I can only consider myself lucky. I didn't have to go through um, a racial profiling like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, dog. I mean, did your parents ever experience it? Uh, as far as I know, no. Um, see, um, you, you've seen how my dad looks like, right? Yeah, he's kind of white. Right? Yeah, dude. I remember he, when I met him. He's kind of white. <laughs> he tells me all the time, like people don't ever assume that he's. From like he's that he's Latino. This yeah, because I, mean, I heard him speaking Spanish. Yeah, but uh-huh. other than that, I probably would have had to take like a second look at this man and be like, "Are you Latino?" Yeah, dude. And I mean, like I've seen pictures of his dad, and the guy has blue, uh, green eyes, blue or green eyes, and his skin tone was white. Where's he know? from? El Salvador, right? El Salvador. They call them cheles. Cheles. Yeah, that's what so they like, call white people with blue eyes in El Salvador, cheles. Yeah, man, that that was that was my my grandpa. He had, you know, that, thankfully I was able to meet him, because um, right now, you know, he's he he's a he's a little sick right now. Um, he's in California, in L.A. Not L.A. I'm sorry, uh, in Palmdale, California. Your grandpa? Yeah, my dad's dad. Okay. Yeah, uh, thankfully I was able to meet him. Um, and yeah, he, <laughs> those eyes, man, I just, it's crazy, you know, cause you probably wish you had those eyes, right? <laughs> I mean, I don't mind my brown eyes, you know, right. but yeah. it'll be, it'll be kind of cool to have different, a different colored pair of eyes, you know, for a day yeah. or two. Hell it's yeah. not bad, but I, I'm, I'm proud of my brown eyes. <laughs> nice. Brown eyes all the way, bro. Chocolate caramel eyes. <laughs> I have brown eyes too, man. I didn't notice. No. For real? I know I'm, <laughs> I'm fucking with you, bro. I know, I know. 
but um but yeah like my dad no he he uh, he is i don't think he's ever been racially profiled uh my mom has never ever had to deal with the cops ever she's you know she's she doesn't she doesn't uh she stays away from trouble you know that's good man um but yeah man um uh i can't say that my mom's ever been racially profiled she i mean she has struggled uh how do i say she struggled with her english and when they pull her over i've never really experienced towards like this type of disdain that cops are described as to have towards uh latino citizens yeah um she hasn't really experienced any type of aggression like that mm. people have, i mean the cops have been accommodating to her you know they've been super nice to her i mean my mom's a super nice lady but she's definitely not looking for trouble but she's definitely avoided that for sure and right. she hasn't told me that anyone ever was that aggressive like the shit you see on the tvs but i mean that doesn't mean that it doesn't exist elsewhere and I mean, you could see it all over the the news, and I have friends that have actually experienced that, so can't take that away from them. Of course, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I just, uh, uh, you know, I would never do any of that. You know, I mean, when if I ever become a cop, you know, what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. No, um, I mean, what would your, I guess, perspective on some of these crimes be? Do you think you'd be lenient? You seem like a lenient person. Yeah. So, like, say someone's speeding. Would you stop someone, give them a warning? What would it take for you to give a ticket to someone for speeding? I think it depends on um, how many times they, uh, they've done it, you know? So, it's like, let's say it's their first time, um, you know, like, let's say if I pull someone over and I look at their record and, you know, it's a clean, it's, it's a clean record, Um they haven't gotten pulled over for speeding. This is like the first time, whatever. I'll let, I'll let them go. Like, yo, just, just slow down. You know what I mean? Um, right. But if I if I see that they kept doing it, because I think as a cop you can check, right? Like how many times they've gotten pulled over. Yeah, um, there should be a history there. I mean, I can't say for certain. I mean, we need, we need Rosendo here. <laughs> uh, we do. I mean, just from being in 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 the cop car, you could kind of pull up people's history i think i mean i can't give away too much info i don't know what i'm giving away or what is not you know but i yeah. feel like it's implied i feel like right. people know that so because in the in the uh in the cop car i remember when i had first started dating melissa mm-hmm. um i looked up her fucking history and she had so many fucking tickets dude it was so <laughs> bad i'm like what the fuck then I looked mine up and I saw like two or three and they were like parking tickets and uh, a headlight ticket. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure you can. But yeah, we need Rosendo here. We need we need to do that. Yeah, man. I, I just got a crazy request from a person that I know. Mm-hmm. The person asked, do you know who has a plate for a car? Now, is this person asking me if I know anyone with license plates right oh my god why anyway Sound sorry shady. about that <laughs> that is very shady <laughs> but anyway, uh 
back to what we were talking about. So uh-huh. yeah, you were saying. Uh, no, I just thought it was it's uh, it's funny how we we discussed that the topic was going to be soccer. <laughs> I know, I know, but it's like it never <laughs> is that way, man. I I because I want this to be natural, you know. Of course, of course. And yeah. I mean, if you want to talk soccer, we can go for it. Uh, it's it's whatever you want, man. I mean, I th- I think we're doing good. Ah, yeah, man. I uh, yeah. I mean, in terms of the the whole cop thing uh i just you know it's definitely what i want to do um and you know uh sometimes what are you doing to get there well uh right now i'm emailing i'm getting an email from the philadelphia police um they sent me back an email recently and they're saying uh uh once you're invited to uh, orientation um this and that and uh they they gave me something to read because i think there's a test i got to take uh like a reading level test. Um, they gave me a link to what I need to study for, for it. And I think after that, um, from there, I think it's the academy. I think I, I'm not. I still need to. I still need to know like do some research. Yeah, how how it works. I mean, that's my problem too. I get lazy and I just you know don't do the research. You know. I feel you, man. I feel well, you. But why don't you just – this is what I've uh, – I think I've told you this before. Just get a notepad down, write down what you want to do, like write down your goal, and then write backwards how you're going to get there. Yeah. So like, yeah. you know, you're going to be – you want to be a cop, say Philadelphia, Philadelphia PD. Then you start, okay, how do I get there? Obviously write down police academy. How do I get to police academy? Oh, I got to do this exam, this exam, this exam. Oh, I got to do this. How do I get to get, how do I take this exam? Oh, go here on this website, blah, 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 blah. You know, Mm -hmm. shit like that. I should take my own advice too. But um, I feel like that's a good way to just go about it. If you really want to do it, what do you think, what kind of behavior are you basically emitting right now? That's, you're being lazy. Yeah, and I'm not saying that to piss you off or anything, but that's just we're calling it what it is, right? So you're being lazy, yeah. and then what triggers your laziness? What kind of cycle are you repeating that makes you lazy? So once you start to recognize those actions, then you're like, "Fuck, do you want to continue those actions?" Then you recognize that there's a negative cycle there, and yeah. then that's up to you if you want to change it. Yeah, and you know the funny thing about you mentioning the notebook thing, I I actually was doing that for uh, a good time, a good period of it. Uh, let's see, remember when we used to uh, meet up at a uh, Duncan? Yeah, yeah, you know, like uh, after that, um, you know, I I bought myself a little notebook and started writing. I, I wouldn't say like a, it's almost like a diary, almost, but also you know I listed you know, goals and um, uh, exactly what you were explaining about what I needed to uh, uh, what I needed to do to accomplish those goals, you know what I mean? Right. Um, and for some reason, I just, I don't know, I, you know, I was doing it for a good while and then, you know, I kind of fell off. I mean, that's and, okay. That that yeah. happens. I mean, I'm I'm guilty of that as well. I Like I said, I should take my own advice as well. Yeah, I've fallen off, uh, and I just, in terms of that aspect with the whole writing down the notebook 
I need to get myself on that, obviously. Uh, probably get myself a new, uh, go to the store, just get myself a new notebook, you know? Yeah, hell yeah, man. I just happened to find one. It's a little shitty one. Not shitty, it's not shitty, but it's it's uh, it's a really girly one. It says, off in paradise. with You know, it's like one of those, and I'm like, fuck it, I don't give a fuck. I'm just going to write in it. Yeah. So that's yeah. what I'm writing in. And I have this one from work, but I'm writing in both. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, it's it's helped, honestly. It really does help. It helps me organize everything. That's, I mean, that's key, especially, and everything, especially if you want to be a cop. I mean, what I was noticing is, I mean, they still have to write down stuff. They When they write down their reports, that they still have to do that. Oh, yeah. I know what I'm, yeah. I, I, <laughs> I feel like that's what the cops hate the most, writing down their reports. <laughs> yeah. It sounds... Every time they met, like, uh, I don't know, I guess on in movies and stuff, when it's mentioned, you mm-hmm. know, paperwork and stuff, it's always yeah, like, dude. Ugh, like, ugh. Ugh, paperwork. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, man, I mean, even if this whole thing doesn't work, I, you know, I, I have a couple of things going on, you know, I, uh, you know, being a cop wasn't the first thing I wanted to do, you know, as soon as I, you know, got out of high school, you know. What did you want uh, to do? Okay, let's see. High school. <laughs> so Go for when, it, I, bro. when I was a kid, actually, a little kid, astronomy was my thing, man. That's uh, awesome. Astronomy I was loved, awesome. I love, I love space, and I still do to this day. I love, you know, looking at articles about planets. You know, anything about anything about the universe, space. It's just it's it it's so interesting to me, you know what I mean? I love it. Um, so when I was a kid, first thing I wanted to be was an uh, astronaut. Of course, who yeah. does it? I'm just like, yeah, I want to be that. I bet you were obsessed though. <laughs> me thinking it's like an easy route there, you know what I mean? But yeah, it's just man. so much you need to, you know. Now I understand how much like. Have like, you seen what these astronauts know? I'm not taking anything away from you or saying, no, dude, you can't do it. But these motherfuckers, no, right. bro, holy shit. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's insane. I, you know, I YouTube, you know, how to become an astronaut and what they go through. And it's it's insane, man. It's Yo, insane. I'm, I'm, I'm right now. I'm, I literally looked. I Googled astronaut resumes. And then I get a meet NASA's new astronaut candidate class of 2017. Uh-huh. Let's check it out. Uh, is there anything? Oh, man. Okay, for instance, here's one. Jasmine Mogbelli. Sorry if I mispronounced your name, but she is 33. This was in 2017. 33, a major in the U.S. Marine Corps. She earned a bachelor's degree in aerospace engineering with information technology at MIT, followed by a master's degree in aerospace engineering from the Naval Postgraduate School. She's also a noted graduate of the U.S. Naval Test Pilot School and has flown more than 1,600 hours and completed 150 combat missions. She was testing H-1 helicopters. I don't know what an H-1 helicopter is, but... And serving as a quality assurance and avionics officer for Marine Operational Test and Evaluation Squadron 1 of the U.S. Marine Corps in Yuma, Arizona. God, man. That's amazing. 
Like, yeah, dude, that's gold, man. I I wanted to do that too. Not be an astronaut, but maybe work with airplanes. Right, right. I really wanted to do that. Yeah, it's, man. It's 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 incredible. Like I I just like now you know when I got older I was just like wow. <laughs> well, yeah. So what did you feel discouraged knowing what you had to go through? Honestly, yeah, I did. I I got discouraged from it. So. Uh, I started thinking more, I, I, I'm not trying to say it's not like realistic to become an astronaut, you know, but as I got older, when I started entering high school, I started to like, all right, let me choose something a little more realistic for right. myself. Um, uh, you know, um, changing the subject about soccer, uh, that's when I got into soccer, right? Like in the last yeah. year of middle school entering high school i got into soccer you know um, right because before that I was you never liked it um i basketball was my first sport really yes basketball was my first sport and i was what the terrible hell? and you was what? terrible <laughs> really i made one basket out of like the two three years something in middle school or high school uh, even this is before middle school, like uh, uh, elementary school. And like elementary, ba- like you had an elementary basketball team and you made one basket. Yeah, it was it was cool. We had like these. Uh, everybody was there was different colored teams, and I was in the green team. Oh man, I was okay. in the green, and yeah, <laughs> I only made one basket ever. And was, and one basket was that a free throw or was that a two pointer or a three pointer? Do you remember? Two, uh, it was a two pointer. Oh, okay, all right. Cause I remember one kid in my on my grade school team, he made only one free throw mm-hmm. in all of the years he played. That was like three or four. Right. Oh my God. Dude, but we were so awesome. happy. We were hyped. Yeah, he, he yeah. was hyped. He scored his first basket. We were like, yo. <laughs> Same man. I, like when I first scored that, I was like, yes. Like I was so happy. Um. Uh. Yeah, but at basketball was my first sport i you know really tried um it was good it was good for the meantime but then you know uh knowing me i got i wanted to do something else you know how'd you Uh, get into basketball i'm surprised coming from a hispanic family wasn't soccer that's a good question i don't really remember i kind of just it kind of just stuck with me i don't know um I guess when we go, I remember when we played recess, you know, you go outside and playground. There, um, we didn't play soccer. There was no soccer, you know. It was mostly basketball, or you play, you play in the play set that that was there. You know what I mean? Right. So it was either I think it was either one or the other, and okay. I just stuck with basketball, you know. Um, so yeah, there was that, and then I tried baseball. And, uh, loved baseball. Loved. I tried baseball, and uh, I, I've had a, I've had a couple balls. <laughs> I've had a couple of them. I was in the red team. For baseball? And, yeah, I was in the red team. It was, just, it was almost the same thing as basketball. Where was it rec? Recreational? Yeah. yeah oh, rec- so for Highland Park? Yeah. That's where he's from, Highland Park, New Jersey, guys. Yes. And uh, yeah, I was in the red team, and. I remember um, <laughs> I didn't mind swinging, you know, for the ball and hitting it. But when it came to, like, outfield, 
I was so scared of getting that ball, man. When it was a, if it was like a sky ball, oh man, I would get no so way. scared. Yeah, man, I don't want to get smacked by that ball. I mean, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't judge because I won't lie, I was really good, really, really good at baseball, mm-hmm. and then I became a fucking baby. Like I became so scared of the ball. It re, it was when I reached high school. Dude, I uh one, you know what was my the last game that uh that made me think, all right, yeah, this isn't for me. <laughs> when? What happened? I remember it was like one of the final games, I think, and a friend of mine was going for this air ball. It was, the ball was coming down and he missed. Oh god! It missed his it missed his glove and it hit his hit face. His face. Oh. And there was blood squirting out from his face and i was i was looking at him i was like oh my god and the ambulance came and it was a shit show oh my god was he crying was he able to cry what happened i I don't remember i don't think he was he he was you know taking it like a champ i guess (laughs) he was just laying there on the floor just you know bleeding and uh but yeah the ambulance came and you know that was it was up to that point where I was like, yeah, you know what? I don't want to do it no more. <laughs> Damn, dude, really? That set you off like that? It wasn't yeah. even you. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I guess I didn't really love the sport like that, you know? Just wanted to try out new things, you know? And um, and then after that, I I met some of my closest, you know, one of my oldest, closest friends from, you know, high school, middle school. Um we started playing soccer and that's how I started to get into that. And I got better and better. And, you know, I had a lot of friends who played with other friends and they're always like, yo, come over to the park. And I started going. And then I asked my dad to let me go with him to play with his friends. And I think that's where I started to like really get. Were you playing with his friends on Sunday morning at like 8 AM at a park? No, it wasn't Sunday mornings. I think it was, that's it was when I would go play with my dad. It was during the week, actually. It really? Was around, yeah, it was around like six. Oh, nice! Right six-ish. after work. Nice. Six is yeah, somewhere around there. And you know, a lot of it was during the summer, obviously, because there was more Four. sunlight. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, man, like once I started playing with my dad's friends, like I, you know, they were good, you know. Right. Yeah. Way better than I was. I mean, they had the experience, the age, exactly. Um. Exactly. They had it, the IQ already. Exactly, and that's where I started to learn the moves, the you know the passing, the moves, the, all that stuff. Not much, not so much shooting because um, we were playing with cones, so we're not gonna you know blast the ball at the cones. Yeah, you know right. I mean? um, the shooting part, uh, I got better um, playing high school soccer. You know, okay, we had to practice, and yeah, and then I got into that. Um, so you played got, high school ball? Yeah, all four years of high school I played. That's I amazing. Insane. And yeah, I got really into it, and I just and I was like, yo, I want to be a professional soccer player. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, don't we all have that fucking dream? Yeah, and I'm talking about like I wasn't even dreaming that big. I was just more like I really want to do like MLS, you know, like right. play here for the league here. And yeah, I mean. So, and there's this one incident um, I always talk about in my senior year in high school. Um, 
So if I remember correctly, uh, I think all seniors were supposed to be into the we're supposed to be into the what's the it's JV and varsity. Varsity, varsity. yes. Yeah, yes. I, I I think I remember hearing like all seniors can play varsity or something like that, right? Yeah, that's that's what it was, and that's I believe where it was everywhere. Okay, so all right, so that I'm right about that. Um, so what happened was a senior year because I played JV for freshman, sophomore, and junior. I played freshman. Um, okay. I mean JV. I'm sorry, I played JV. Um, and then senior year came, and I'm like, all right, cool, like I get to play varsity, like you know. And I didn't yeah, yeah, honestly. Yeah. My fault was I didn't focus so much on. Uh, I don't know how it is in every school, but in this Holland Park High School, there was this mild test we had to pass. Oof, so it's yeah. four laps around the around the track. Okay. And me, people who played soccer with me know I'm not exactly one of the fastest players. I'm pretty slow. Okay. So um, I never passed a mile. Um, and senior year, um, I I think I barely I just barely failed like by like a couple seconds or something like that. What what was uh, how fast did you have to r- run the mile in? Uh, good question, man. I don't even remember. I honestly, um, you know, I can ask a friend because he will probably he will probably know. Uh, you, you know him, Monty. Monty, Monty, name sounds familiar. Monty Draper. Oh, I, nah, don't I don't know. I don't know. Well, well, he was like the star forward for us. He, he got. I think in our senior year, he got the most goals in the blue division. Really? Yeah, I think it was like twelve goals or something like that. I, I don't want to give the wrong statistics. Honestly, I gotta talk to him more about it and bring back the the good old days. So did you but, play? Did you? So did you end up playing varsity? That's the thing. So we were we were getting chosen who was gonna pick them varsity, who was getting taken to JV. I okay. didn't get picked. I didn't get picked for varsity. And I am telling you, man, I was so heartbroken. I can't tell you how heartbroken I was. For and, real, man. And I was like, I was, and and you know what, too? Like I remember during that year playing JV, we uh, there was people because I had friends playing in varsity, and they're all like. Wilson, I don't know why you're playing with JV. I don't know why you are there. We need you here in varsity. I don't understand it. A lot of them. Just why didn't you fight me. it, dude? I don't did know. You? I don't know. I don't know. I just, I just, I. I would have fought the I, fuck out of that if I, I had the chance. I would have. Because I guess if uh, I tell you what my varsity senior year went, and if I told you I only played var- my senior year, you'd be like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, man, I was. Like I said, I was heartbroken. And I guess, I don't know. I guess I, instead of fighting for it, I was just more sad about it. I just kind of let it go. You know what I mean? Damn, bro. That would have killed me to not play. I know. I It just, you know, like dumb things. You know, if I. And your varsity jacket, bro, you would have lettered. What? If I can go back and, like, just fight for that, I would have. So and did you ever play varsity soccer? I did. <laughs> You Actually, did. The funny thing is, we um, <laughs> we played Piscataway Votech. This is like during, I think, towards the end of the season, I think, right? Okay. And there was one team, Pis- Piscataway Votech. They're not exactly the best team out there. No, so, Piscataway High was way better. 
Right, but I think Pescata were like, I think they were in the white or red division or something. I don't, were, I don't know. Probably. I mean, I feel like they're definitely in a more competitive division. You could say. I'm not sure, but I'm surprised because we're pretty much neighbors, Piscataway and Highland Park. Right. Well, from what I, from what I know, definitely, you know, dating someone who went to Piscataway, she, she, she was told me that uh, they're more of a football team. That's what. That's yeah, their... they were. They were huge in football. So exactly. they were probably placed in that division because of the football program um i don't know i honestly i, I have no idea what, how it works what yeah, division either. their soccer team was i'm pretty sure they were higher though than us because we were in the blue we okay. just turned we just got into blue senior year um because we were in the gold and then we got up to blue i'm not sure what, where piscataway was but in the blue there was a piscataway voltec okay um actually i don't even know if they were in the blue i think they were in the gold which is weird. I don't know how that works. I don't know. That's just, but either way, we play let's, them. Let's just look it up. Keep talking. I'll listen. All right. And yeah, we played them, and I got to play for varsity, and I scored. Really? <laughs> I scored. Oh and my god. I would always joke around with. Uh, I would always joke around saying like, you know, I only played two varsity. I think I played another varsity game. I don't remember what it was, but I think it might have been South River. But um, I'd always be like, yeah, you know, I played only two varsity games and scored one goal. My ratio is 50, like 50, like 50 percent, you know. Right. Two games, one goal. <laughs> That's not so bad. That isn't bad at all, man. Yeah, I just try to find the humorous side of, of it, you know. I have a, I'm always like that, trying to find the humorous side of, you know, unfortunate things. things. Yeah. I mean, um, that's all we could really do, man. But yeah, and so that broke my heart. I, you know, and then I was just like, yeah, fuck it. Soccer's not my thing. But I still played it. It was a hobby. I, and I, I enjoyed it. I loved it ever since. That's crazy, man. Yeah, me too. I mean, I kind I mean, I grew up with soccer. You know this. I don't know if you know this, but I grew up with soccer. I mean, I, my dad, he, he was pro in Colombia. And then he came over here because kind of just that fell off for him. So he basically instilled that instilled that into me since I was like three years old. Man, this man was dressing me up in like Colombia gear. My mom was dressing me up in Mexico gear, and they just give me the soccer ball. And my dad would play with me. So then, fast forward another ten years, I was probably about to be in high school. I had I had gotten fat though, so uh-huh. then I'm like, yo, I mean, I loved soccer. But then I had just gotten into football, too. Yeah. So I decided to play football because I was fat and they needed linemen. And I felt like I could be a lineman and I could learn how to play football. I played football in Mexico City, dude. Can you believe that? My cousin was. Yeah, my cousin was on a football team in Mexico City and they well, they were training over there. And I would go to Mexico for like months on end during I'd spend my summers there. So in Mexico, I spent like three months this summer, and I spent three months training with my cousin's football team. And, well, we looked alike, but in in Mexico, bro, it's almost like fucking wrestling. You have to weigh a certain weight to play. Right. And and they go to the gram of how much you weigh. But to Mm -hmm. me, they let me train with them, but they called me El Gomota. Like okay. the the and he was El Goma, so I forget what 
what the fuck that meant. I don't know if it meant gum, but I was huge gum, basically. Uh-huh. Because I was so fat. But they taught me everything that I basically could have known because I never played football like like that, like yeah. organized football like that in my life. And they taught me everything. On th- In three months, we, we were training through summer. Oh, my God. It was nuts. But the point is, I, I came back to the States freshman year. I played football my whole time. I, I was a kicker because I knew how to kick the ball. But I was yeah. still fat, but I could kick the ball. And I still just played. I played on offense and defense. I was I was defensive tackle, and I was a right guard. Anyway, uh-huh. I fell in love with football. But then sophomore year came around and i didn't fit into my into my football uh uniform anymore like the the ship the the pants where you put the pads in the the knee pads and the thigh pads and i and then i got basically i got really fat man Uh i had gotten even fatter and i was like holy shit man someone was like thunder thighs and i was like holy shit but i had already i had always played soccer my whole life even mm-hmm. if I was heavier, but I was always playing. I knew what to do. I had the soccer IQ, but I decided to give up football and pursue soccer, even though being fat. And I pursued it in high school, but I didn't pursue it till senior year. So junior year into senior year, I decided to lose like another 30 pounds over one summer in Mexico. I came back, decided to do soccer training camp, and they let me yeah. because – well, it was training camp, and I'm pretty sure every senior could play. So I said, fuck it. I don't care if I'm fat. I'm really fucking good at soccer. I'm better than all of these people here, even if maybe I'm unrealistically expecting to play because I'm fat and slow, whatever. But I am fucking good. I have the soccer IQ. And, you know, I did all of training camp, man. That was probably one of the hardest training camps of my life. Mm-hmm. I mean, running the fucking full yard sprints i i was barely making it i did 10 of those but seemed like people were like floating while they were doing it (laughs) and i'm like what the fuck man what the fuck and i'm over here still huffing and puffing and i'm pouring my heart out on the fucking training camp man and you could ask dan lima and alexis because uh they were there for this uh dan lima was driving me to his mom was driving me to practices every morning during the summer which was i i think i thank him and his family so much for that okay but i didn't fucking make the team oh i and that's okay really because i wasn't that stupid to really think i was gonna play man i was fat right i understood that i was overweight i am i was an overweight soccer player what the fuck did i expect I just right. knew that if I showed the heart that I could stay. And the coach pulled me over. This dude was from England. Super cool yeah. dude. He was a fucking asshole, but I loved him at the same time. Right. The dude pulled me to the side. He's like, you know what? I don't believe in people getting cut from the team. You know, he's like, you showed so much talent, heart, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, he's like, you could stay and practice with the team. And I'm like, wow. Okay. That's something. So then, you know, I said, fuck it. And I stayed with the team, man. And even during that time, man, I was having a blast. Me and Alex were still there. Alex was kind of not going to practice anymore. He kind of gave up. or I don't know <laughs> what was going on in his life, but he really gave up on it. Um, <laughs> there was one game where I was still on the bench. I was basically a ball boy, but there's like a cheerleader or whatever. But I was just having fun playing soccer all the time. You know, Practices were my excuse to play. 
Right, soccer right. games were my excuse to touch the ball. Fucking yeah. soccer is life, bro. Yeah, and man. You, and you would not believe, man, I did not play senior year. I wow. I did not. I really, you can't, you cannot say that I played in high school. I regret having gotten so fat. Uh-huh. But even at the end of the year, at the end of the soccer season, bro, I actually basically got a letter. I lettered in varsity. Like, uh-huh. what the fuck? They gave me a letter. They gave me a whole fucking speech. The coach loved me. By the yeah. end of that, he's like, if I if if I had one of, like, if I had this man or this whole team was like this man here, we would have been unstoppable, you know? I'm oh, like, shit. holy sh-. Yo, it's like things like that. And I love soccer, man. But I poured my heart out into that. Yeah, and they were man. even asking me, why are you still playing? I'm like, because I love soccer, dude. I don't care if I don't play. I'm like, this is my excuse to practice, do drills, whatever. Have fun. Same, man. Like, you know, I played in summer, you know, uh, I played soccer also in between, like, um, between seasons where, like, summer, um, how do you say, summer camp, I guess, like, the Golden, what's it called? Garden State Parkway League, something like that. Um, the Garden State and- League? Is that what it's called, Garden the, State League? The one that I'm that I'm in right now. I, I, it might have been, yeah, because it, it it definitely existed for a while now, right? Yeah, it's been since the '90s. I think late '80s, actually. Yeah, yeah. I used to play. Uh, again, Monty, his his dad, he uh, he coached us, you know, and he was an he's an Austin Villa fan. So you, know, you and, were in a 11 v 11 team after high school. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah, that's the Garden State League. That's what we're gonna be doing. If you you said you got you got off from work Sundays now, now you're now you're free. I, I'm absolutely in. You count me in. I'm playing yeah. so bad. Hell yeah, man. I, I gotta I, I gotta wait. convince them because now you're gonna be now we literally need a reliable center back, bro. Yeah, we man. Need that, man. Now I could literally never go back there. Um, did you always play center back? No, bro. I'm a fucking striker, dog. Striker, huh? I'm a I mean, striker. Like even before, like in high school, like uh, I was before. a striker. Wow. Yeah. I am, dude. You should have seen me in college. But I think we didn't even really meet till after, till the end of my college, or huh. like a little bit after. Striker was my shit. That's where I I would play. That's. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, I was scoring. I could shoot like crazy. I I mean, heading the ball. I mean, I didn't really get to head that much, but scoring and shooting, that mm-hmm. was just what I was good at. And right. basically playing like Cunaguero, like being un toro on the field, or like Carlos Tevez. That's how I play. Ah, Tevez. What a great example. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, I mean, I wish I was that good, but I mean, that's like, it's... It's just pure hustle and pulling shit out of my ass that, you know, it's like, oh, man, I was originally a striker. Center back, I own, dude, I won't even lie. I've owned for some fucking reason. I don't know. What do you think? Do you think I should play center back? What do you think? Because this is how I started at center back on the team that now you're going to be at center back for. Right. Yeah. Yeah. My one friend that I played in college with, he because we played as our, we were last like an intramural because that's what we did, and then we ended up doing club. But an intramural, it's what six v six or seven v seven. Yeah. But you, we played two in the back, so it was my friend Mark and myself. 
Yeah. We were the last men back there because at that time in the teams that we were on, everyone wanted to play striker. So you know what? I said, fuck this. I'm like, oh, I'm going to play. I'm good. I have a good touch. I could pass. Fuck that. I'm not being banca. Fuck that. So I played defense with him, and it was just me and him. And I was in better shape back then, and he's super fast. So, I mean, at that point, I was recruited to play defense center back by him because they were looking for someone. Yeah. And then everyone thinks I'm some fucking center back connoisseur in the back. <laughs> and it's like, what the fuck, man? I don't know why. I mean, I'm aggressive as fuck. Of course. Right? But yeah. I don't get it. I don't get why people think I'm a natural center back. Well, you know, it's it's funny that you mentioned that because uh, when I started, obviously I had no touch whatsoever. Right. Uh, I, you know, and I just started. So, but one thing I was really good at all the time, fucking hitting the ball and hitting it very hard. So every time the ball came to me, I just and I was playing defense. Uh, I'll just kick it out. Right. And I, apparently, I was very good at that. That's so, what they love, man. That's what you need. I mean, sorry and, to interrupt, but if you can't uh, kick the ball out on defense and you suck, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's, it's, it's so, <laughs> that, that's how I started because I was, you know, I was generally, I don't know, I don't want to say I was bigger, but kind of, I guess, just, just slightly, a bigger person, taller, maybe, bigger than everybody else, heavier, maybe. You know, I. So that's why they put me, you know, the, the coach in middle school just put me in the back. And right. I was like, okay, just kick the ball out. How hard can it be? <laughs> right, right. And, yeah, you know, eventually I've gotten my touches up. I, you know, I worked on everything, everything. And eventually I come to find out I really enjoy playing striker. It's really fun. <laughs> it's the best, my dude. It's Amazing. so much fun. And despite the fact that I'm slow. Right. Um. I have the aggressiveness, just like you. Yeah. I feel like we both are very aggressive. So it's like I can play striker and be like, um, I can hold up the play. You know, you know what I mean? Yes. Like, that's give what me I the tell ball. Rob all the time. Yeah, Rob. That's would be what perfect. I tell him all the time. Rob he would needs be to do that. Yeah, but he needs to do it. He'll be perfect for that. He can definitely. He's bigger than me. Yeah. He's bigger. He's, that's what we use him for in Benfica. Uh, that's the Carney team. That, I mean, he's, he's dude, he's, you should see his evolution from how, I mean, I was screaming at him to do that. And now he does it naturally and the play flows so much better through him and mm-hmm. back to him Yeah. after he releases the ball. And cause soccer, I mean, soccer, you're playing a majority of it off of the ball. You're not going to have the ball all of the time. So what do you need to do? Play off the ball, open up, unmark yourself, find the opening, Grab the ball, look up, survey, boom, touch, boom, hold back, and then touch. It's just that quick. Soccer is that quick. Yep. And you know, I wish I was faster because one thing, you know, I don't, I don't like um, saying that I'm good at this, this, and this. Okay. First of all, let's let's put let's just say that right now. I don't like saying, you know, yeah, you know what? I'm really good at this. I'm really good at this. You know, I don't like right. praising myself. Whatever. You know, I'm I just, do. I play however I want to play. You judge, you guys can judge me, whatever. Uh, one thing I noticed that I do like doing is off the ball plays. Um, mm-hmm. I'll make runs, and I just wish I was just slightly faster because I feel like some of these runs, if if I was only faster, 
by a I hair, do, right? Just by yeah, a little bit. I could make it and like, you know, like, you know, some of those would have been goal scoring opportunities if only I was just slightly faster. But, right. you know, it is what it is. I know what and, you mean, man. Trust me. And again, look, and again, like everybody wants to play striker. So it's just like, well, fuck Hell it. Man. Yeah. I don't want to argue. I don't want to. I just want to play. I don't Hell see yeah. the thing is with me, too. I don't care where I play. Me neither, man. I feel I like I just want to play. Yeah, <laughs> me too. I mean, but I feel like I am naturally inclined to be more forward. That's yeah, that's fine. And you know, for yeah, and for me, I'm I feel like yeah, striker is fun, but I just do a better job in the uh, back. You defense. do. You do. You do. Or at center defensive mid because yes. one yes. thing too I do like doing is giving passes. Good passes, right? Yeah, that's where I'm at right now on the team. That's love that. where they've moved me. That's where I'm a fi- That's my official spot now. I love it, you um, know. And yeah, and pe- people who play with me for a while, like like the you know the Holland Park group, or the or yeah, you know, we play Holland Park. We play, mm-hmm. You know, um, they I play with some of those guys there for a couple like couple of years now, just playing pickup, and they know if I'm playing back and I get the ball. They know you're gonna long pass. Make that. make the run. Yeah, make the dude, run. I know that. I see you. Yep. I'll give you the ball. From the first time I played with you, I noticed that that's what you wanted to do. If you got it in the back, boom, I'm gonna pass it. And oh, dude, I love it too because if I'm playing up top, you look for me all of the fucking time. Yep. I love it. Yep. And I get Soccer the centers. ball. Yes, dude. Soccer centers. I, if I see you, I give it to you. Dude, dude, I don't know. I love playing up top, especially at centers. People think I can't fucking touch the ball, and then I fucking bring it down and fucking, oh, it's amazing. Love, I love looking fat, and people thinking <laughs> I can't play. It's the best. Oh man, it uh, just t- talking all about this just makes me miss it. So Dude, much I miss right it now. so much, man. I played a little bit yesterday with my uh, with my dad, uh, my siblings. We played basically una rotunda, basically the circle, keep away. So one man in the middle, and you just pass around till someone fucks up. Yeah. It was fun. I mean, that was just, I mean, that was the most that I got, but it was so much fun. Dude, I haven't kicked the ball in, it's been a month already. What? Longer, longer than a month. I don't even know. Almost two months, maybe. Yeah, dude. Oh, it's getting it's like, close. I mean, since I've, since we've played, it's probably been two months since centers. Yeah, man. And it's Soccer like, centers, guys. You guys, I mean... <sighs> This place is majestic. I want to own a place like this one day. It's it's a bubble, and there's two turf fields inside. They are good for seven asides, so seven v seven on each field. So that's two turf fields, and then they got one big turf field outside that's perfect for an eleven v eleven. This place has it all for anyone looking to play soccer, anyone looking to sign their kids up for training camps. This is the spot in Central Jersey. You will not be disappointed. And if you guys want to play pickup, they have their website, DutchTotalSoccerCenters.com. There are pickup times for adults. You have to be 18 or older. And if you meet those requirements, the first games start at 9 p.m. and they're hour sessions. And during the summer, they're probably $7. And for two sessions, it's $10. Winter sessions do vary based on demand. It's awesome. And they got the new turf field, too. Yes, new turf. Oh, it's beautiful. 
it's beautiful. Oh, and, and it's sitting there right now. I bet some people, whoever works there, man, they're just getting to fucking use it without a problem. They're getting to train, you know? But we're over here fucking spoiled because we've been playing on that turf and turf all over, but now we're fucking spoiled brats and we can barely train on grass. Dude, you know, it's so funny that you mentioned that. I'm glad you brought that up because I'm like, I believe, like, if you're, if you're a kid and your soccer is your thing and you, you know, that's what you want to do and you want to get better at it, dude, practice on grass. If you uh, can get yeah. it, if yeah. you can get, if you can master holding the ball, controlling the ball uh, on grass field, you would become such a better player playing on turf field. And I'm, you know, I, I believe in that because, you know, we didn't have turf field when I started. And playing on patchy grass, it's not even even, mm-hmm. you know. And it's tough. It's very tough, you know. And you go also risk injury, honestly, you know, if you step on a ditch. Or, I mean, you step on a hole, whatever, and you might and grass. hurt your ankle. Yeah. Yeah. yeah there's still I mean, a couple it, holes. There's, I, I'm pretty sure there's studies that uh, injuries – I don't know if it's are worse or people can become more injury prone to injuries on turf. Crazy. Uh, I, I, oh, I didn't know about that. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, uh, so there's scholarly auto- articles for turf injury risks. So primarily grass may cause more common injuries such as ankle sprains and muscle strains, but turf fields seem more likely to cause more serious injuries like ACL and MCL tears. Although Ouch. this may end up being nothing, I would rather avoid any potential risk of cancer if I had the chance. Now that I don't know what the fuck that was about, but this is <laughs> this was on PSU, what Penn State University. This is an article. Uh huh. I don't know why. Sorry, I sorry people. I was just reading a little article excerpt, and I don't know what the cancer was there. Oh, oh, I think they were talking about. Oh, here's yes. I know what what people are talking about uh, cancer for uh, uh, when they're comparing grass and turf. Uh Uh, Although grass and turf fields might cause similar rate of injuries, some scientists believe that there's one feature of turf that makes it more dangerous to play on. And I'm reading the article. No, I'm not talking about sprained ankles, pulled muscles, or torn ligaments. I am talking about cancer. Okay, now we get into the cancer bit. According to Hannah Rapoli, or Rapoli, the crumb rubber and artificial turf is made up of bits of tire that contain carcinogens and chemicals that could cause cancer. There's evidence that exposure to benzene, carbon black, and lead, among other substances, can cause cancer. But proving this is more difficult than it seems. Crumb rubber has tens of thousands of different tires from different brands, making it difficult for scientists to research the relationship between crumb, crumb rubber and cancer. Wow. That's insane. Wow. Yeah. I, I never knew about that. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I I feel like I had heard of that, and yeah, it's crazy, man. That's insane. <laughs> I could uh, see the correlation, but again, it doesn't mean that is uh cause doesn't mean causation. Just because that doesn't mean that correlation equals causation. That's what I'm trying yeah, to say. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, I remember one thing I what I didn't like about turf uh, was. If it was a really, really hot day, like oh, I love that stupid hot. Right? I love that. Feels and, like a sauna. 
and we play, bro, my feet were like on fire. They were on fire. I had to take off my cleats, take a break because I felt like they were on like burning, literally burning my skin. And you know that that was just a minor like thing. I, you know, it didn't really it bothered me, but I love the sport too much. I I still played. <laughs> oh know? hell yeah, man! But um, I can't but yeah, like, wait to get back out there to keep playing, man. But yeah, man, like I, I just I'm just saying, kids, you want to get better at it. You should play in grass first. I'm probably going to teach that. Mia on grass first and then move her over to turf. Yeah, man. Just master that. Master playing it on grass and then move on to the turf. If you have kids, are you going to put them in travel soccer? Are you going to put them in that PDA stuff, that uh, what is PDA, Copa, that kind of soccer? I mean, if that's they, pay to play, dude. That's $3,000 per season, it seems like. If they're interested, yeah, uh, I'm not gonna force anything upon my kids. If they don't want to, if they want to play soccer, if they show me, you know, I'm interested, I want to play soccer. Okay, I'll put them in there. But if they rather do something else, if they're not interested, I'm not gonna force them to do right. it. You know, yeah, it's whatever I mean, they like to do. I won't lie, I'm definitely going to introduce Mia into soccer. Mm-hmm. I'm probably gonna push it a little bit, but if she but I'm. I need her to know that if she does not like it, it is okay to yeah. tell me. I'd rather her break my heart telling her she does not like the sport as much as I do. That's fine because the sport will always be there, and I will love it, and I will yeah. love her. Mm-hmm. But I, I do want to introduce that into her, and yeah. I, just, I, I just want her to enjoy it. To be honest. Yeah. Um. You know, like uh. You know, I whenever I have a kid. You know, I'll I'll buy like a little soccer ball for them and see. You know, they'll kick it around and we'll see if they get older. If they start to like it, um, then yeah, I'll 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 get them into a camp, um, soccer yeah, camp, man. whatever. But if they if they start to show me that you know they're more interested in something else besides that, no problem. You know, you Hell do yeah. what you like. You know. Hell yeah! If my daughter likes. Nothing that's sports related. Cool. We'll get her into drawing, music, anything she likes. Yeah. So, I mean, that's what I'm hoping for, brother. Same, dude. Um, like my dad, he never forced that upon me. Never forced anything about that upon us. Um, but it was always around me because he always had it on. His friends always had it on. Um, that's gonna be us then. Yeah, most of my Mia's friends gonna see it around all over the place. Yeah, and most of my friends all play soccer, so it's it's all around me. So I naturally just got into it too, you know, and right. I started to like it more too. So, <laughs> damn brother. Well, man, it's been Ooh. great. Thank you for coming on today. Thank you for taking the time, man. It's been a pleasure. It's no always problem. a pleasure, man. No problem. Thank you for uh, having me. I I know. I, I like talking about just things, you know what I mean? I'm very, I'm a very open person. I like sharing my stories with anybody, you know? Hell yeah, man. That's the point of this podcast. I, once the first episode goes public, you're going to hear in the intro how I just want people to share their story and I'll be somehow introducing, you know, bits of my story, but I just want people to share theirs and I love sharing everything about that and people should hear about every possible human experience in the world. 
Yeah, man, I love it. I love hearing other people's stories too, and you know that's why I got I got a lot sometimes when I was uh, a couple years ago. You know, people would be like, "Elson, you should be a a therapist. You like hearing people out, this and that." I'm like, yeah, I guess. You know, I don't need to be a therapist though to like hear you out. You know what I mean? I'm right here. Anybody wants to talk to me, I'm right here. You know? Hell yeah, man. That's how I feel sometimes. Yeah, give the best advice as I can, you know. So, there's that. Well, shit, brother. I know what you mean. And we're going to keep it going, all right? Thanks, man. Thank you for having me. No problem, brother. Let's do it again some other time. Hell yeah. (laughs) We got to get the whole gang going. Me, you, Rob, Alex, talk about soccer the whole time. (laughs) Uh, That'll be a good one. Yeah, man, lots of fun stories with that. And, and once and, and once quarantine's over, we could definitely get up a nice studio. Oh yeah, man, that, that um, that's what I, I I'm waiting for that. I want that. You know, that way we could all <laughs> chill out together, have the mics together, have the headphones together. We could all just be in the room just chilling. Yeah, man. But this is still good. I, luckily for technology, we're working on this. It's amazing. I love Hell it. Hell yeah, brother. It's, it's incredible. All right, man. Well, thank you again. I know we said it again, but this time for real. Yeah, man. No problem. Thank you again for having me. And uh, yeah, I will talk to you later.